Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Yin Tang. I am a host of Asia Town Voice. Normally, Mr. Johnny Wu is with us, but he has another obligation today, and he will be returning next week. And our intern,、uh, Mr. DJ Alexicon. Hello, everyone. This is DJ Alexicon again in the house. Yes, woo woo. And today <laughs> he has been temporarily promoted to co-host, so he is going to be、uh, helping me host the show today. And before we introduce our guests, we wanted to、um, go back and talk a little bit about our impressions of the week.、Yes. Um, DJ Alexicon said he had a pretty pleasant experience. Exactly.、Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So during lunchtime today, I went to Burger King, and then there's just this pleasant person over the counter. Ooh. I mean, with a smile, greeting. I mean, I know that it's like, oh, everybody's. Friendly and pleasant, but this person is like genuine. Oh, really? Sometimes their pleasantness is kind of robotic. You know, they have the same、yeah. impressions for each customer. They're like, it's my job. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say observe them, but this person sounds genuine, and she's like,、Hello. was this was this person Asian? No, unfortunately. She's well, then、not. you can't talk about this on the no, radio. <laughs> I'm joking. Let's just no, adopt no. her as an Asian、uh, honorary <laughs> Asian member. Did you get her name? No, I did not. I, I just enjoyed her very pleasant, you know, attitude towards the customers. Well, so let's encourage everybody to、uh, do the same thing: go out there with a smile and be nice to everyone. That's exactly my point. <laughs> Simple things. Now, did you have anything else to share about your week?、Uh, that's the highlight of my week. That's actually very nice. It's really nice when you run into somebody who's like genuinely nice. Yeah, that's unexpected though. I wasn't <laughs> looking for it. I was just, oh, wait a minute, this person is really nice. Yeah, and that's kind of you know a lot of what the Eastern excuse me religions are about. Out, like、um, karma and just how you treat other people, and it comes back to you. What about you, Yen? Do you have anything that、uh, yes, made、actually. a big impression <laughs> this week? Yeah, actually,、um, it was、uh, our friend Jennifer Liu, who was、oh, a past、yeah. guest. I call her J Liu. J Liu, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she was a past guest on our show, and it was her birthday.、Um, It was around the same time as Christmas in July, and Alex, I think you were there earlier, and I was there later, so we missed each other at her party. I know I was <laughs> at the、uh, dinner part,、uh, fulfilling our food obligations. Ah, I was fulfilling the、uh, dessert and、uh, beverages part. Oh,、so. right. <laughs> But anyway,、um, one of our other friends who also helps us is Olivia Lo. I met her boyfriend for the first time, and he had actually been in、um, Japan for a while. And one thing about him is that he. Uh, to me, appears to be a very avid fan of、uh, race cars and、oh, uh, racing. Yeah, and we had a very long and interesting conversation because once upon a time, when I was still in college, I had some friends who were really into that street re- racing scene, and they would visit like Nelson's Ledges and whatnot.、Um, so. For a while, I've been thinking about trading in my car, and I have a Nissan 350Z because well, your car looks like a racing car, actually. <laughs> it is, <laughs> and I haven't done any body mods or anything on the car. But、um, it was one of those things where you really wanted it when you were younger, and when you actually had a full time job and you can afford to do it, you're going to do it. But then you don't have time to like really be in that world and that mindset anymore. But、um, but the sad thing is, I rarely take my car above seventy miles per hour, which. If you're George Kwan, you're gonna be like, "Good job, Yin." But if、I、you're、know. anybody George else, George is gonna watch for you now. <laughs>、uh, George Kwan is.、Um, I think all <laughs> Asians take their car above seventy miles per hour. That's shh, my impression. Shh, George might be listening. I know. He's I a know. good friend of the Asian community, and、uh, he is a Cleveland City police officer. Oh, I'd <laughs> like to mention before you continue that it's funny how Livian Livian's、um, boyfriend is American, and he's in Japan,、mm-hmm. and Livian is. From Malaysia, and she's in the U.S. I know. <laughs> I think I, I, just, think I love、funny. how it is. I love how it is, and、um, I think they're all originally Clevelanders. But anyway, he was telling me about、uh, these race tracks,、um, particularly in Michigan. How there's a place called Gingerman's where it's、uh, you don't really have walls 
around the racetrack is just grass around the track. So if you run off, which I'm sure I would. <laughs> is it open to the public? You have to pay, but yes, it is. Oh, you can bring your own car. Exactly. That was, that's, um, I'm having these really bad ideas in the back of my head now. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts about Fun bringing Asia Town Voice uh, on a field um, trip? Uh, you didn't have Michigan. a live feed in my ear as I'm driving that's around right. the track that's, in my uh, car. Along those, ro- along those lines. Well, um, I'd have to get new tires, but yeah, let's do it. If uh, maybe next summer, yeah. So that that's that's my impression of the day. It's um it's something that I've started to put behind me. It's like um, you know how everybody goes through different phases of their life. They go through one phase and they're yes. ready to let go and go on to the next phase. It's one of those things I never really fully actualized as I had my sports car because with traffic and rush hour, you can't really go above. 40 sometimes so the prospect of learning how to really drive my car and yes it is a stick shift for those of you uh, wondering for you know but i'm driving it like i would any normal car i don't know how to uh, what do you call that heel toe just for that uh, yin gained the street credibility Uh, just the fact that you have a stick shift car (laughs) really there's street cred for that (laughs) yes yes i learned uh, driving by a stick shift in the philippines oh really oh yes so they don't Respect you if you don't drive a stick shift in the Philippines. No, because you cannot control the engine and your speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That if is you, true. If you have an automatic car, you cannot. Yeah. You cannot. You know, control I, it. I find it. I can't drive an auto, uh, automatic anymore. It's just I'm always looking for the clutch. Always. Yeah. It's, it's your it's left awkward, foot is yeah. uh, going down. <laughs> My left foot is. Uh, it's twitching. It's got restless leg <laughs> syndrome. So. <laughs> clutch like, phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much so. That's how I felt when I started driving in the Philippines when during my first few years here mm-hmm. because I got used to driving stick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for those of you uh, who are still tuning in, um, you're wondering probably how is this Asian-related besides, you know, the two of us and our impressions of the week? Well, you know, for a while there, a couple of years ago, there was like a huge Asian stereotype about how we're all into, quote-unquote, rice rockets. Now, I don't know if that's a derogatory term or not, but I always thought it was endearing. It is um, very endearing. Yeah, rice so. rocket. <laughs> Um, Usually a Honda Civic. <laughs> uh, what what tricked out. The, uh... but, um, but it was really funny because when I first got my car and I was driving through Parma, um, going to the mall, and there was like some sort of um, home days or festival, and everybody's like, look, it's Tokyo Drift. Because I'd actually never seen Tokyo Drift, but apparently the main car is the Nissan 350Z. It's a Nissan 350Z. <laughs> I, did I, not I know saw that. that movie several <laughs> times, and you know, there's a, I call uh, Fast and the Furious movies instructional videos. Oh, really? <laughs> Hmm. Well, last I checked, you drove an SUV, and I don't think that's very uh, safe to drift in. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm going to turn over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't they have like a high yeah. waypoint or whatnot? I, 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 at my age, I'm past the uh, racing thing because when I was younger, I used to modify my cars in the Philippines. That, I'd, I'd really I, open the engines and change uh, wow. uh, a lot of things to make it, tweak it to make it faster. And I was going to ask you about that too. It's like, is that a real stereotype? Is it just, you know, from the movies recently, Hollywood and whatnot, or are there really underground racing rings in Asia? Unfortunately, it's not a stereotype because um, all the Asians I met here in the U.S., I thought it's only in the Philippines. In the Philippines, it's prevalent even now. Oh, wow, really? And when I came here, (laughs) I, I keep meeting Asians, Filipino, Chinese, and otherwise that are really into... In, into modifications and oh. I can look at the car and I can tell from the sound and look of it if mm-hmm. it's modified or not well modifications one thing but do they actually race if you don't race but you modify it kind yes, of the waste of money yes they do race I have Uh-oh. a lot of friends years ago who race because they work on the third shift and when they get out at 3 or 4 a.m. they do race uh. along 480 West <laughs> oh no that's terrible don't don't get them in trouble <laughs> next thing you know there's going to be like speed traps out there <laughs> yes. Oh, we are in no way condoning street racing it's yes, very dangerous yes, it 
Please do not try it. Please go to a professional track and pay whatever it is. That's right. To learn the correct. If you feel like you know, you feel the need for speed and you have inclinations to be a good driver, go go take lessons. Do something semi-professional. You know, who knows? You might be the first Asian Formula One driver. Yeah, or you know, be a NASCAR. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you just tuning in, Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's eighty-eight point seven FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., and this hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans' community, their culture, education, and events that they have going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. So, Asian Town Voice, uh, we've been doing this since February of 2013, and we've had multiple guests from the um, Asian community, including the president from FICA. And today, we have another FICA member with us that we're interviewing, uh, Miss Radhika Reddy. And Radhika, you've been in Cleveland for how many years now? Twenty-three uh, years. Twenty-three years. That's wow. pretty. That's that's awesome. We're almost <laughs> the same. I came to Cleveland to um, study and live permanently in 1989. So you must be around. 1988, right? No, 1989. Oh, wow. same, same time. Yeah, so oh, almost okay. what, 24 years? You I can't do math. Group, I guess yeah. uh, I'm almost 24 years <laughs> yes, here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, um, Alex, we know that you don't do math, but you you, you work in IT, right? You don't need it. So. <laughs> yes, um, because IT has computers. <laughs> and as uh, Ms. Radica, uh, you, you demonstrated, you do math very well. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Basically, I bring together public-private finance, mm-hmm. international finance and tax, mm-hmm. as well as uh, help economic development through globalization in this region. It's some of my passion here to okay. make a difference in Cleveland. So we do finance, IT, and tax, just business development. Yeah, um, I think one of the things on your website, it says that you help uh, small companies uh, start up. So what are some of the past projects that you've worked on? Uh, we have done a lot of uh, tax credit projects, mm-hmm. and uh, most of our projects are um, larger scale, minimum $5 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have done the Steelyard Commons. We've oh, wow. done uh, Cleveland Institute of Art. We have done One Community, um, 668 Euclid. So we've done a lot of uh, uh, tax credit projects where public-private finance is involved. Uh, however, uh, in doing economic development finance, you find there's a missing need uh, this missing financing for small mm-hmm. uh, startup companies. So now there are a few um, ways we're trying to get financing for small businesses. We have created a small equity fund That's uh, pretty and nice. a CDE that we're trying to bring financing to small companies. So um, have you been working with a lot of the smaller companies in Asia Town in this area? Uh, to the extent that uh, they are locating in Asia Town. Mm-hmm. We are trying to attract businesses to this region, to Asia Town. Okay. So, for example, we have uh, Zuga Medical. We have uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sequentia IT that we're investing in. And uh, we have uh, Overcono. That's a German company that has come to Asia Town because of our international center. So, so yeah, tell us a little bit about um, the international center. Um, it used to be the Left Electric Building. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So what inspired you to start uh, the Aerial International Center? 24 years ago, mm-hmm. when I came to Case to do my MBA as an exchange student, Rotary International Scholarship, mm-hmm. I came with $20, and it was my dream to create a one-stop international center. So, But I didn't have any money. So, so you've had this vision for a very long time. Yes, almost, uh, you know, uh, 24 years. I always felt there was a shortage of international but I started my company in 1995, 
And from then I was figuring out a way. How do I build up to create a one-stop international center where immigrants like me and bringing all the international diversity of Cleveland together in one place? And that was my dream. So from then I wanted to, but it was only about three years ago that I was able to make enough money to buy the Left Electric building. Wonderful. And uh, on the lake and uh, build the Aerial International Center. How does it feel to actually do something that you dreamt about? Yeah. How, yeah. Do, how does it feel to have your dream come <laughs> true in a little, in a way? Yes. Mm-hmm. It is very rewarding. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, it's something you keep thinking about. So everything you do is one st- brings you one step closer. Like uh, the way I think is, I always had this bigger vision of creating this, but with $20, I couldn't think I could do it. So mm-hmm. every step of the way, I plan a little and reach towards my goal. But to get to the higher goal, you need to have small, small goals, a step up to reach the final goal. So got it took me 23 years, yeah. but you, <laughs> you know, I finally got there. So it is very rewarding. You probably yeah. tell um, other people out there, just don't give up, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, Alex, your dream is to have a rock band and my dream is to be a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We are, we are working towards we have small, it. <laughs> our dreams are small. Very right? small, very small. The race Car. We uh, actually, before um, you were in here, we were talking about impressions that people had made uh, on us throughout the week. And Alex met a very nice person at a Burger King drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And I actually met one of our friends, Livian's boyfriend, who is into race cars. And I had been thinking about trading in my sports car. And he convinced me to probably give it a shot and test out driving as a novice at some wow. racetracks. I don't know if... <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be your crew. <laughs> Alex thinks I can do it, but I'll everybody else crew. is looking at me like, no. <laughs> but, uh, You're a risk taker. Go I, for it. <laughs> hey, why not? I like going fast. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I love going fast. Oh, yeah. yeah in I, fact, think, I think all of us believe that we should at least try something, right? Instead something of, risky, yeah. Instead of going through our years and then wondering what would have happened if I tried. Right? And actually, it's really funny. Radhika said she liked going fast because Alex and I were just joking, you know, that it was an Asian stereotype that every Asian likes to go fast and is, is secretly a sports car driver so you just kind of uh, uh, kind of confirm that yeah i love it yeah <laughs> see, see, see? it's not a stereotype no i used to love because in india you know the roads are so crowded you can mm-hmm. hardly go like 20 miles an hour or 15 miles so coming to us and having those open ro- roads was like wow you know just no, zipping through them is where in awesome. india are you from uh, Hyderabad, South India. Oh, Hyderabad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of uh, employees from Progressive who's, who's from Hyderabad. Okay. The reason I ask is I've seen uh, roads uh, on TV f- from India, and I was wondering, wondering if all the roads around the country are like that, where it's really crowded, or is it only in the major cities? Major cities, definitely, but throughout India, it's very crowded. Mm-hmm. And only recently, after the liberalization, they have started... Uh, uh, setting up ring roads, outer skirts connecting the whole country with three-lane traffics. But before it was all just like two-lane and, and traffic comes on both directions. Wow. So like head-on collisions oh, are so common. It is, it is pretty, it was pretty scary. But at least it wasn't very fast, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, it was slow. <laughs> A quick side note, Hyderabad is one of the, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but Hyderabad is one of uh, India's a place in India where uh, there's a lot of IT development going on. There's a boom in IT uh, outsourcing yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Hyderabad and uh, Ch- uh, and Bangalore are like the Silicon Valley of uh, hmm. India. That's yeah, good to know. In fact, we have an IT company in Hyderabad with an office in Chennai. Yeah. Is that is that when you mention IT uh, through your organization? Is that where your IT group comes from? 
Yes. So that's um, really cool. You're literally linking Asia Town with Asia. So that's yes. really cool. <laughs> Not a lot of people can say that. Um, I had a question. So, Radhika, have you been back to Asia anytime recently? Yes, I have visited India. Mm-hmm. I just went last month mm-hmm. and came oh, back. Oh, yeah, really? No just, way. Yeah, I just went to India and I've uh, been to China too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, two, three years ago. So where part of China did you go? I went to a lot of the major cities. Um, you know, we did almost nine cities wow. in <laughs> over two weeks. and. Uh, Oh, the you know definitely Shanghai, Beijing. I yeah. mean, beautiful roads and uh, you know com- I love Beijing with the ancient history and modern structure. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Lhasa over in Tibet? Uh, no, not no, yet. That's, no, I'm I'm trying to. I mm-hmm. ask that to a lot of my friends because I'm like I want to go, uh, but everybody's it, yeah. warning me about all the political yeah. issues. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, been through most of uh, India and. Uh, okay, so uh, were you there to visit family? Yeah, family and also visit our office. Generally, when I go gotcha. to India, I combine family visit with business. Mm-hmm. So, so um, since everything you do is very international, do you make it a point to travel the world and actually visit a lot of these international places? Uh, it's my hobby and passion to see okay. the world. So every year, uh, uh, my friends are who are my business partners. So we were first friends before we became business partners. So we really take our business and try to see a new country every year. Mm-hmm. So we've been all oh. around Europe. We've traveled all the 50 nice. states, Canada, Peru. All 50 Brazil. states. Yeah, all 50 wow. states, all the national parks, Hawaii, Alaska. Wow. So that's kind of our passion to see the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a small startup office in China, mm-hmm. and we do have an office in India. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of the business is done remote, mm-hmm. and with Webex and mm-hmm. all, you really don't need to travel much. And we do a lot of finance, IT, some export import trade, um, and uh, uh, public private finance. So. so, I guess this is a tough question to answer. But what what is your favorite place you visited? Besides India, obviously, India would be your favorite. But, <laughs> yes. but, but besides your hometown, what is the favorite place that you visited? I love, uh, in Canada, those Banff, uh, you know, and those, uh, it's like Alaska, but close up. Banff to... From, Vancouver? Yeah, oh. to Vancouver. It's, okay. it, they call it heaven on earth. But, really? Yeah, it's just beautiful. The drive down is about 150 miles going through Jasper all wow. the way to Vancouver. I mean, it was just... You were honey. driving fast, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just beautiful in Vancouver. Did you enjoy the... Uh, what's, did you enjoy the scenery? Is that Yeah, the right? scenery and just everything, you know, and then Lake Louise. You've hmm. got this glacier little lake and it's right on that. The mountains and the, it's just stunning. When you traveled there, what was the weather? I think it was... I've gone about four times, so different weather times. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think I may have gone July, August too. Okay, so not too cold. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find Lake Louise so I can see some pictures. Oh, it's just stunning. It's It's beautiful pictures. Yeah, and Alaska is beautiful too. Hawaii and Mm -hmm. uh, Yosemite National Parks. There's so much beauty, and I love Beijing too. Oh, yeah. It's just stunning. Beijing's got a lot of people. I, I felt very claustrophobic, but yeah. I was a lot younger, yeah. and it was it was easy to get lost with yeah. a lot of tall people around yeah. you. So, have you ever been to Antarctica? No, no, no. that's one of the places. Um, my my cousin recently got engaged, and he's actually been to Antarctica, and um, apparently it's just it's gorgeous because the ice is actually blue. So that's really? when you're talking about yeah. Alaska. That's what oh, it that's reminded me. Beautiful. So, yeah. and plus penguins. I think penguins are kind of <laughs> cute. So. Yeah, I love Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. beautiful, Alaska. We drove there for 15 days. Wow. So what made you pick Cleveland when you moved to the United States? I mean, when you're coming from India at that time, 24 years ago, there wasn't much TV, didn't know much about U.S. 
but uh, we had uh, one of our friends son mohan reddy who was the dean of uh, weatherhead school mm-hmm. he was the one we knew mm-hmm. so he suggested case interesting so because of him his recommendation i came here okay and having come here you know you make friends in school college and yeah. all your network connections so i just stayed here okay and i love it and i'm so glad i picked cleveland because y- the winners the winners don't yeah. drive you away does it no <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay with the snow i'm okay i mean i definitely <laughs> oh, prefer <man>. the fall <laughs> the and the weather yeah uh, yeah the oh. spring fall but um, winter we can put up with <laughs> yeah i don't like the winters here <laughs> it's, it's too it's, cold it's so. tough, <laughs> and plus you know driving sliding around mm-hmm. is so dangerous yeah. Um so uh Alex has printed out your resume. Uh what did you study at Case Western? At Case I had come to do my MBA in finance and MIS. Mhm. And then I got another masters in accounting and tax at CSU. Wow. So I okay. So you got four com- masters degrees? No, no, no. Two. Uh, the MBA was in finance and uh, MIS. It was a double degree. Oh, okay. And same thing at uh Cleveland State it was a masters in accountancy with tax major. Now why did you take this advanced degrees is it related to each other or do you think that the other degree would be assisting you in your business ventures? Yes, I started off with the MBA finance and MIS and I did a lot of work in helping companies go global. So I set up subsidiaries in Denmark, Canada, UK, Brazil, India, China and I learned a lot of tax while doing that. Mm-hmm. So I felt uh, uh, if I had a degree in taxation it would help me. Hmm. So it was more for knowledge. I just love to it. learn and I if I have time I want to get my CPA and also a law degree. So those are in, but limited to time. <laughs> but otherwise impressive. I would have had that too by now. So it sounds like uh, between your hobbies of traveling and work you don't have a lot of free time to yourself. Yes. But when you do have a moment to yourself, what what are your hobbies? Like what are your favorite places around Cleveland? Uh definitely I love uh, to travel as mm-hmm. I said and if I was in Cleveland I love visiting the various restaurants. Mm-hmm. And uh, What's your favorite restaurant? <laughs> we ask Besides everybody this Indian question. Food. No, Indian, 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 Indian food. <laughs> I still love Indian food. It's uh, I love cafe tandoor and mm-hmm. Indian mm-hmm. delight. Uh, Indian Delight is from my hometown, Hyderabad, so I like okay. some of the special food. Oh, Indian Delight is yeah. not in Cleveland, right? It is. It oh, is. it is. Yeah, yeah there's a new one in Detroit. I am not yeah. familiar with that. Uh, where's that yeah. one at? Uh, Further west. Further west, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, just love music. So mm-hmm. going to Blossom. Oh. Or the, cool. you know, so just... Uh, oh, when you go to Blossom, uh, which music do you listen yeah. to? Do you listen to the orchestra mm-hmm. or to uh, pop concerts? I like uh, everything. So I love orchestra, very melodious stuff. Or, uh, you know, I like country music. So some of the mm-hmm. stars who come here. Country so, music. Country. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like, and uh, Yanni, when he comes. <laughs> oh, like, I, wow. love I, I love Yanni. I love Yanni, Yanni too. Yanni, yeah, Yanni. So <laughs> I love... I love like, what? Of course he is. Well, I haven't heard from him since... <laughs> I was in college, so... Alex. He comes to Cleveland. Yes, he does. <laughs> Before, I only heard Indian music, mm-hmm. but as I came to U.S. and hmm. listening to my friends listen to music, anything I liked, I, I just enjoy it. Do you have so. a particular favorite country artist? Mm, I like... Um, Maybe Faith Hill oh, and yeah, uh, oh, I like uh, Faith Hill. Yeah. Too. I like Tim McGraw. And I don't like country, Cyrus. but there's like yeah. specific country singers like that I like. Carrie, Faith yeah. Hill and <laughs> Rascal Flatts. And, oh, yeah. oh, wow! I like some some of them. So, do you do you have like um, do you have a, a any relatives in music, a history in music? Like, what what makes you enjoy music so much? My family history comes. They're all musicians. 
And yeah, we had my grandmother and uh, her her brothers and all. They were so crazy about music. Some of them like gave up everything in life just to pursue music. And so my grandmom didn't allow my dad to become a musician. (laughs) But every day he woke up singing and the whole Practicing, right? Practicing his craft. Every time we get together, it's everyone singing and thing and Whenever I wake up, I turn on the music yeah. and when I sleep. So it's just music's in that's our blood. Great. I just love it. True, that's, that's true. That's my um, problem. But uh, but yeah, back to our original question. Like, uh, obviously, you love Indian food. But besides Indian food, what is what is one of your fl- favorite places to go? Next, I would say Italian. Italian? Food. Yeah. yeah. I like Italian. Like, I go to Olive Gardens and things like that. No, but... no. Do you cook? No, I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every guest that comes in here, we try to get them to cook, cook. for us. Every <laughs> well, I, guest. I, every I, guest. I, I can cook some Indian food, mm-hmm. but, you know, no time. It's very laborious. So, yeah. so I can cook a little, but not much. Well, so. you know what? Maybe we should cook for all of our radio guests. <laughs> sure. So I'm just looking around like, Alex, you can help me, right? Anyway, next question. Actually, Alex, don't change the topic just yet. You're not allowed to come to any more of my parties. Twice he came. First time was for Aaron's birthday party. Tell Radhika the story. Yeah, I tell everybody the story. He's like, I'll bring salmon. He even asked me where to buy the salmon. And oh, he's laughing right there away from the microphone. Yeah. So he comes in, right? And everybody is a potluck. Everybody brought cooked food. So he gives me the salmon in a bag. It's raw. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. hey, wait a minute. Is this sushi or sushi? I, wa- I want you to mention that the salmon is big and it's premium cut. It was a big premium cut, but it was not deboned and there were still scales on it. So it took me an hour to cook that thing. I just wanted to show you that it's fresh. And then he came to our housewarming party and he bought rice, but it was uncooked rice. Oh so he's not allowed to come anymore. That's <laughs> a traditional, traditional Filipino gift. Uh huh. And, and why is it? Why is it actually? We're diverging a little bit. Why is it that, that it, the it's rice It's just is to promote uh, plantiness. It's a new abode, uh, a new house, a new dwelling. And the rice, you know, when you cook rice, it's like it becomes a lot, right? So yeah, it's like it expands. It promotes abundance. No, oh, that's so, Radhika, are there any Indian traditions like that? I mean, yeah, we have a lot of uh, traditions. I mean, definitely in India, uh, whenever people come to the house, there's no setting appointments and all people just drop in all mm. the time. And when they come, you do, you know, tell them to stay, stay, eat, yeah, eat, eat, yeah, eat, ask three, four times <laughs> and force people to stay. And you're, politely, you're supposed to say no, 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 one, two times. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You and know what? The, it's similar yeah. in the Philippines. Too. Yeah. People yeah. just drop in. You don't yeah, need to call ahead of time. You just drop in. If, they know, if yeah. you're friends, then you ask, you have food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then you feed them and then let them say and talk. Yeah, exactly. And here, you you know, people find it a bit strange that you always, you know, trying to be so super hospitable, trying to yeah. make them eat. And when you really mean something, you mm-hmm. try to repeat to three four times just exactly and there's no time limit it. there's no mm-hmm. time limit right yeah. you just talk and talk and yeah. then there's no there's no such thing as oh i have to let you go you just yeah. keep talking and okay. then you kind of feel each other when it's time to go when you're both sleeping exactly exactly <laughs> and it was really funny uh the other day my brother's friend came over our house and um i was just like oh do you want some snacks you want something to eat and he goes you sound like my mom and i was like no <laughs> So I think think we all sound like our parents as (laughs) we grow older because um, I notice myself doing the same thing, being super hospitable to everybody. (laughs) That's a nation culture, you know. It's very hard to get it off your bones, you know. And it Mm -hmm. is sometimes you have to learn to adjust because here people 
end up saying, what part of no don't you understand? Because mm-hmm. they don't understand why you're asking them repeatedly. Yeah, exactly. there's no such thing as no in Asian <laughs> culture. <laughs> yeah, and then they get offended. Yeah. And like, yeah, they oh. do get offended. Yeah. Did so. I tell you about the Rotary when I came on a Rotary scholarship? Mm-hmm. Because in India, you're supposed to say, you know, when people offer you food first time, you say, no, 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 it's politeness. You accept it on the second or third ask. Okay. So when I came on the exchange student, they took me out for dinner. And they asked me to eat. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, no. And they took the food away. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, but wait. I really did. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, but... Wait, you, I'm on my third yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Almost yeah. there. And, but that's where, you know, what's polite in one culture could be considered rude in another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought, oh, my gosh, they aren't being polite enough to ask. And they are wondering why you're saying no, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's so much of these cultural issues can cause major problems mm-hmm. yeah, that I, I feel I Asians um, suffer a lot <laughs> trying to integrate. I mean, I've, I've been polite. here 24 years, too. And sometimes I fell into uh, certain situations still. I thought yeah. I've adjusted but it, yeah. it does not go away easily. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very hard for first-generation people who come to adjust because you've not grown up in the culture. The next mm-hmm. generation, like you, adjusts pretty well. But it's Actually, hard. I am first-generation. You came, I, yeah. I, I was born in Shanghai. Oh, yeah. I was. Okay, yeah, I, um, actually, a lot of people don't know that, so surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but I was relatively young when I came, came over. So, um, but so, I think, yeah, that is second generation is if you're born here, yeah, but your parents yeah. are from, yeah, okay. Yeah. So just checking. Yeah, but um, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do that, I'm going to turn over to Alex to do Alex's Corner on upcoming events and projects. Hello, this is DJ Alexicon and DJ Alex's Corner. So for future guests, uh, we have some exciting lineup here. Of course, the first one on August 11 is my own DJ Alexicon show where we are talking to the Tone Lockers Band. On August 18th, we got Michelle Andre, singer from School Girl Crush Band. She's not only a singer, but she's an advocate of a lot of things that she likes to do or she likes to promote, like physical fitness and a lot of other nonprofit organizations that she has. And on August 25, this is something I'm looking forward is um. A show from our live recording on Indie Gathering event where Yin and I will be actually be uh, interviewing people from the film industry. And the Indie Gathering is uh, August 17th to 18th. It's actually called the 17th Indie Gathering Film Festival that has seminars, conventions, celebrities, party lectures, and competition. Ooh, what kind of competitions, Alex? Oh, there's a competition of an action scene where like, anybody can create a five-minute action sequence and it would be judged according to the realism of that action scene. So it's kind of interesting. And that's why I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. This is the first time I'm going and I think it's also your first time in, right? Yes, it's my first time. Yeah, so uh, that's August 17 to 18. And then on August 20 and 26... We have this food safety certification class for restaurant owners, managers, and workers. And this is sponsored by OCA, City of Cleveland, and the County Board of Health. Cuyahoga County Board of Health. Yes, Cuyahoga County Board of Health, and it's part of Project Race. Mm -hmm. And Project Race has encouraged healthy eating and exercise habits. And for more information, you can go to www.cc.org. C C B that's B like Bob and then H like hotel dot net. So C C B H dot net or you can call two one six two oh one two zero two zero and ask for Allison Lepla. That is two one six two zero one two zero 
two zero. And uh, Alex, you wanted to uh, let me talk about Superior Plex and One World Festival really quickly. Yeah, and also we talked about Project Race from uh, the previous episode. So if you'd like to catch that, you can hear about it. So go on, Ian. Yes, Superior Plex is a short festival uh, taking place on August seventeenth. From 11 a.m. to approximately 5 p.m., stop by um, to view all your local St. Clair Superior vendors, uh, see a couple of local performers, and uh, just check out what's good in the neighborhood. It will be at Asian Town Center, which is 3820 Superior Avenue, Cleveland, 44114. Again, Superior Plex is August 17th, and One World Festival is coming to the Cultural Gardens on August 25th. And that will be, um, I believe... From noon to five? <laughs> uh, I guess so. The first day is from noon to five, and then in the evening, there's another open mic. That is true. From 7 p.m. to Oh, 11. no, I'm sorry. You're thinking yeah. about Superior Plex. I'm talking about One World Festival. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. That's at the Cultural Gardens, uh, right around the African and Greek Garden area, that entire stretch. Again, August 25th. And I'm going to turn it back to Alex. Any other events that we might have missed? Oops, sorry, you caught me drinking. I should notice I've been drinking something here. It's called almond bubble tea. Oh, and uh, who sponsored <laughs> us to uh, bring in all this food so that our stomachs don't grumble and interrupt us? Well, this delicious almond bubble tea came from Coco Bakery. Mm-hmm. Coco Bakery is a bakery, coffee shop, Asian restaurant, and a Wi-Fi hotspot. It's located in 3710-3710 Payne Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44114. They're in Facebook. You can reach them via phone on 216-881-7600. Coco Bakery is our food sponsor, our very first food sponsor. And what did you get today, Ian? I got the beef teriyaki rice bowl. It's pretty good. And a jasmine tea bubble tea. (laughs) I will have to go jogging later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Johnny got chicken teriyaki and her favorite watermelon smoothie. We don't have to talk about Johnny. He's not helping us today. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He's like, you know, ignoring us and leaving us to our own devices. Actually, I don't even think he's in the building right now. But uh, we're going to go take our break and we will be back in a couple minutes. Thank you. 
And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Yin Tang. I'm here with Radhika Reddy and DJ Alexicon, our intern. And we're back with Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is our hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on here every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, their culture, education, and events that they have going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that the listeners will enjoy our program and give their support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to pro- provide many voices with many choices to you. And um, right before break, DJ Alexicon mentioned that he forgot something about motivations, and we're going to go back to him for a quick couple seconds. Yes, for those of you who don't know what Motivations for Cleveland is, it is a premier organization cultivating a vibrant Asian community for Greater Cleveland by promoting the attraction and retention of Asian American professional through leadership and professional development, networking, and civic involvement. Two of their upcoming activities this August is they they are in the middle of planning a kayaking adventure. It's called Sunset Kayak Tours. Unfortunately, this event is only limited to 12 because they could only rent out 12, 12 kayaks. Kayaking? Kayaking in uh, wow. Cleveland. And this <laughs> some of their tours are they go around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They kayak around that area. Okay. And sometimes in the Rock River during sunset. So... Oh, that well, sunset's nice. That's a yeah. nice touch. It's only it only costs uh, forty dollars. So if you want to be, if you're interested in that activity, sign up to be a motivations member. I, I was gonna say when, when you first said kayaking, I was thinking white water rafting. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's different. dangerous. That's different. <laughs> Maybe dangerous. we'll think about that in fall. Well, that that I've known some people have gone, and I think I would be the kind of person to fall out of the raft. <laughs> yeah, I know, I have a friends who've gone to, and I'm still jealous. I need that's one it's one of the events in my checklist. That I need to do in my lifetime. I've gone a few times. Have, oh, you, have really? you? Oh my gosh! Tell us, definitely tell us. Yeah, tell, tell us. us later. Tell us later. No, no, no. Tell us now. Tell us now. No, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we went near, near Virginia, you know. Mm-hmm. That, uh, but we had a good guide to help us through. But one of my friends did fall. Oh, really? The kayakers <laughs> came and got them. But you know, you go in that. No, it's white water rafting. Yeah, we went. Is it yeah. dangerous? Uh, some of them. We went on that seven-foot fall. So oh really my god. <laughs> But, you know, you've got to have a good experience guide because, you know, you've got to roll quickly and all that. What was going through your mind, Radhika? Exactly. (laughs) I was looking at the rocks all around. (laughs) When you're going to hit that. I definitely would. Uh, But it's really fun. It's exciting. It's really. All right. So so where where was this? Where where were you? I think near the uh, Virginia. Okay. I forget that uh, name, you know, we've got, and then once I went somewhere in Colorado also. Ooh. Okay, so those are not the major in Cleveland? Kayak? Not oh. in Cleveland. Okay. Uh, those are something. the major white water rafting areas, Virginia and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I think Snake River or something. Yeah, it's been some time, you know, not recently. Wow. But <laughs> I love adventurous stuff. <laughs> so what else have you done that's um, a, a risk, I guess you yeah, could say, because yeah. You know, Jennifer Liu was on the radio before, and we were listing off stereotypes of Asians. And one of the stereotypes yeah. is that they're not risk takers. <laughs> so obviously, we proved them wrong. Oh, so, absolutely. what other adventures have you had? Did horse riding? Oh, really? Yeah. As oh, a, wow. Yeah, when I was in India, I used to go horse riding, and then uh, played cricket and badminton. But risky was this whitewater rafting, and oh, then. Yeah? My driving in India was, oh, driving. Pretty, you know, like, see <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it's worse than New York. <laughs> yeah. So the, you know, there's a bus and a lorry coming, and you have this much second to get through that yeah. space. So, oh my goodness, that uh, was pretty. I've always been a risk taker. So no skydiving or bungee jumping. Uh, I've done that. Uh, you know the parasailing. Parasailing. Yeah, that's that, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, that, I love that. Any hang gliding or anything? No, nothing no yet. No hang hmm, That sounds. Mm. You know what? What looks really cool. The um, not 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 like. Wait, the parasailing, was that on a boat or is it with a giant fan? With the, the boat. With the boat? Yeah, tied and you go all around the water. That, yeah. yeah, I've always, I have not done that yet. But that's on my list of things to do. Uh-huh. But what I used to see, like even in Cleveland up in the air, is was the parasailing where it's a giant parachute and they have a huge fan attached to the back of a chair. Mm. And they're literally just floating around the sky. Really? I, yeah, I used yeah. to live in Broadview Heights and I would just... Occasionally in the summer, at least once a week, somebody so, would be up there flying around. Cool. Like, where are they doing that? I want to <laughs> go cool. do it. So. Awesome. Oh, I, and uh, one last event. Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> he, he always interrupts me, so it was my turn. <laughs> go ahead, Alex. Uh, w- one event is on August 24. Motivations is having a our annual picnic at Edgewater Park. Huh? It's, uh, I think, $12 uh, advance, uh, no, $12 at the gate and $10 advance purchase. So if you're a member of Motivations, expect to get that email and you could register via our uh, PayPal website. Ooh, so what kind of food is going to be at this picnic? Normally, normal hot dog, burgers, and then occasionally there's uh, an Asian dish that slips in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, will there be volleyball? There will be volleyball and there will be DJ Alexicon spinning some tunes for All them. All right. So what else is there to expect? Are we, is there going to be any games like Frisbee? or? Usually it's um, from last year. We had Frisbee. We have volleyball. Uh, the event start, last year the event started from 12 to 4. I think this year we're going to make it 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Because I think some of them have got onto DJ Alexicon's time frame and they arrive late. So gotcha. <laughs> we're making it <laughs> one hour earlier. DJ Alexicon makes his own time. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our shout-outs for DJ Alexicon's Corner. DJ Alex. See, earlier, Alex, you said DJ Alexicon and you said Alex. So I'm not really sure if you are two people and you have dual personalities or if it's just you repeating your name. I'm not sure yet. No, you're not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure yet what to use. I guess if you notice, I got confused too. <laughs> now, um, now that we're talking about events, I know Radica Ariel, you do a lot of events for like St. Clair Superior around town and um, a lot of other nonprofit organizations. Do you happen to know what upcoming events there are that are uh, going to be? At, I know we didn't really tell you to prepare this. So <laughs> can you remember off the top of your head? Yeah, I mean, we definitely have a lot of events, a lot of nonprofits. The cities had few, the schools. Uh, there's some fundraising events coming. Okay. Um, uh, we have the American Heart Association. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have uh, maybe something from UH. And mm-hmm. so a lot of weddings, of course, uh, mm-hmm. and a um, um, l- lot of uh, nonprofits coming in and some corporations. So it's fun, you know, organizing all these events. Uh. Yeah, I think I saw an email somewhere about uh, it was either Sacred Superior or Asian Services in Action. They're doing an event in November. Yes, Asian Services <laughs> having their annual gala. That's, I think, uh, uh, 25th, November 25th. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds about like right. Yeah. And so. um, are there? Is it a ticket for this event? Uh, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I ran mean, out the space. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, I'm on the board. Yeah, but there is a ticket for it because mm-hmm. it's a fundraiser. I got gotcha. uh, you. Just the save the date flyer was sent out, so all the details will be coming out soon. 
And you also uh, help out with the artist community, too, because um, when the St. Clair Superior had the unveiling for the sure. snake statues, yep. they, they actually used your building as well. Is that yep, correct? Absolutely. And actually, the way the light came in, because I went to this event, the way the yep. light came in, it was beautiful, just how the snakes lit Love up. Yeah. And um, for any of the listeners who drive around Asia Town, it, you see those um, sculptures, these fascinating sculptures with these snakes. Some of them, you know, have added on features. Some of them have cut out features. And uh, all these were unveiled at Ariel International Center. So uh, we talked a little bit about the center. Can you tell us exactly where it is? Uh, the center is uh, right on East 40th. Mm -hmm. It's one of the last buildings mm -hmm. on that uh, street. It is north of Lakeside and just uh, south of uh, South Marginal Road. Okay. And um, it sits right there overseeing the lake and the Cleveland skyline, and we yeah. enjoy the beautiful sunsets every day. So. It's, it's by the railroad tracks, right? Yeah, it's right on the okay. railroad tracks. So if somebody were to go there to visit, um, is there is there like a seating area where they can just uh, relax a little bit? Is it like a little... Um, I guess, you know, because everybody goes to Cocoa Bakery because it's a local hangout. Is Ariel a local hangout? And because I, I hear rumors about a rooftop coming. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right now, uh, we just have the lobby mm -hmm. where people get together. Mm -hmm. We do have the business incubator space. Mm -hmm. And there's a little gathering space there to do some maybe yoga, tai chi studios. Mm -hmm. uh, and then on the rooftop, I mean, on the fourth floor, we have the event center. Mm -hmm. And uh, the rooftop is under construction. Okay. So uh, we did just get our liquor license. Wonderful. So we are hoping to have uh, food and restaurants and gift shops. Nice. And uh, a bar down yeah. the road, and uh, it would be one of the only places in Cleveland. What kinds of food and are we uh, planning to in serve Asia in this area? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Alex. Oh, sorry. Pardon, Alex? What kind of food are we planning to serve in this rooftop? Uh, my goal uh, was to serve all the global foods, to have different uh, food stations with uh, Asian food, uh, Middle Eastern food. Uh, uh, Latin American food, European food, American food, so kind of uh, international that's foods. That's good, that's good. I mm -hmm. hope there's some Filipino dishes there, too. Yeah. In the Asian corner, we should have, you know. We'll have definitely have Chinese, Indian, yeah. and that's kind of the, been the vision behind mm -hmm. the Asian, uh, I mean, Aerial International Center. And Alex, I heard that your Filipino noodles are great, but you've never made them for me before. <laughs> Alex will make, I'm going to volunteer him to make the Filipino noodles for the rooftop buffet. Sure, as long as he doesn't, <laughs> as long as he doesn't bring raw noodles. Exactly. You have to cook oh it, Alex. Now Radhika knows me and no. she's going to spread the word. Oh, don't yeah. invite Alex. She's going to bring raw food. Well, you know, they do have a kitchen in the building, so <laughs> as long as she cook it. <laughs> cook yeah. it yeah. These Filipino noodles, I could cook them <laughs> vegetarian or oh, okay. I could cook them with meat. So yeah, and, and this is one of the dishes Filipino dishes, dishes that I've learned to cook okay, and master. So I know this good. inside out. And if you're going to uh, open up a restaurant, Alex, there's that food safety thing that the Cuyahoga County Board of Health is doing on August 20th and 26th. That's uh -huh. right. I might, uh, might come in. Word. Yes, absolutely. So um, what other plans do you have in the future? Um, you've obviously accomplished a lot in helping these uh, large and small businesses grow. What, what are you looking to see in the future? Uh, definitely the dream was to create a one-stop international center mm -hmm. with the uh, business, uh, arts, uh, culture, all working together. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely we've started the international business incubator. We started the event center, bringing all the groups together. Mm -hmm. uh, we've just uh, started the International Arts Academy to try mm -hmm. to bring together the music, arts, and dance, and exploring the world, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, through... Uh, you know, through the arts. 
And then I'm also looking to buy the building next door to create a foreign trade zone to attract companies, wow. uh, uh, you know, for distribution so they can locate the merchandise there and export to Canada and all. And That's then, a uh, huge project. Yeah, That's exactly. Huge. <laughs> and then definitely the restaurants and the gift shops mm-hmm. with all the different uh, countries. So, so it's just you and two partners working together on all these projects. Do you guys ever take a break? <laughs> Is that that's a lot? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, no, actually, no. This uh, we literally work about uh, eighty-five to ninety hours a week. So we have two, three different companies doing a lot. Uh, we literally get the first week of January. That's the only. Sp- Oh, yeah. Time we get when we try to go to see a foreign country and come back. So When the rest of the world is also on vacation. Yeah, so that, it's about, you know, just that's the only time we take off, but pretty much working around the clock. But okay. we love this. This is a hobby. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, it's not like work. It's just like, uh, it's my hobby. Yeah. Like the business, like you say, for me, the business is like a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard work, but you love it. It's like you have five of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly. five. Wow, oh. can you imagine being a mom of, of five, five kids? kids. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. That's but terrible. that's the fun part, you know, <laughs> creating, molding, developing. But yeah, I mean, we're very limited. That's why we're looking for good partners mm-hmm. to help build, you know, certain mm-hmm. elements. There's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. And actually, on our event business, we do have a, a UK technology that would be developing holograms mm-hmm. who could help us with that events and all that in large scale events actually holograms nice. have been a trend um a lot of people they're they're doing mini versions like in their basement as well okay. but i think uh this company that you mentioned is a very big one yeah uh, and they work with a couple of uh celebrities like uh i can't remember <laughs> do you do you remember i think they did the um was it the tupac hologram was that the yeah, one they've done quite a few yeah. you know and bring uh, there was a did comedian did olympics because uh, Freddie Mercury was uh, a hologram in the oh, uh, yeah. 2012 Olympics. They have, oh, they have patented technology to do this, hmm. and they are in UK, and they've been doing great stuff. Like, they can hmm. bring, like, a Michael Jackson back to life. Yeah. So it's awesome. So that's something that's to come. Yeah, I think we, they did we, that because they brought Freddie Mercury back to yeah. life in the London Olympics. Yeah, yeah. we're building a hologram theater in our building. That's really neat. So that'll be cool. Wow. Now, so that would be exciting. We yeah. should be promoting that when it... Uh, yeah. When, yeah. When do you expect to finish the uh, build of that? We're just finishing. The, uh, we had the UK company come by. They so we've got the architectural drawings. We're going to get the city permits and do the construction. We hope in two, three months. So are you going to give public tours? Are they going to do public tours as part of a, a thing? Sure. Really? I'm That's excited. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of possibilities for that hologram. That you yeah. can bring back historical yeah. figures. Absolutely. Now, is there a website where they can go uh, to find out more information? Yeah, we are still developing it. But yeah, we just got the company come by and they approved the place, gotcha. the location and all that. So gotcha. we've got the measurements and all. So we're just in the process of so two, three months away. That's so ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll <laughs> let you know when they're ready. So Yeah, that's sure. right. That's some exciting uh, thing that's de- oh, that's so. going on there. Yeah, Alex, I think your band will want to uh, be a part of it, yeah, right? I want to be there. My band want, we don't even have to be there physically, yeah. I think. <laughs> Yeah, That's we, really cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's so much implications mm-hmm. all across industries, you know, so mm-hmm. especially in the healthcare too. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Wow. That uh, would be, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you know, yeah. you could take a, like a 3D x-ray. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, equipment, you know, you can display it wherever. Mm-hmm. You only see that in movies. In fact, yeah. I saw that in a movie. I <laughs> like saw Star last Trek. night. Wolverine. <laughs> oh, yeah. were you watching it? Yeah, yeah I saw it. Were? Yeah, that's where I was last night. Yeah, they have this. 3D thing like this 3D x-ray in real time and just hmm. yeah, using it's really cool 
So the future is now here. That's pretty cool. Right (laughs) in a shut down. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Now, Radhika, uh, you also do sit on a lot of nonprofit boards. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do with these nonprofits? Uh, Definitely. I'm very passionate about making a difference, Mm -hmm. uh, using our skills. So my passion is uh, definitely globalizing Cleveland and helping women and then uh, also, uh, you know, to help destitute uh, uh, children in third world countries. Mm -hmm. So we set up a charity to help destitute women and children in third world countries. But here in the U.S., uh, founded the India Ohio Chamber to help companies go global. I'm also on the commercial real estate for women Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, worldwide intercultural network Mm -hmm. to bring together you know, the different cultures in dialogue series. And uh, then I'm a lot of uh, uh, real estate groups, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ULI, uh, NIOP, crew, commercial, you know, so all the different groups and tax credits. So basically real estate, international and women's organizations. Gotcha. Uh, so those are the three areas I worked and we founded our own charity to make a difference. Now, do you ever sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you? <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I sleep about uh, four, four, four hours during the week, four, five, and Saturday I'll catch up about eight hours. Wow. So oh. that's my catch-up day. A lot Saturday. of great people don't really need <laughs> yeah. a lot of sleep. I have yeah. read that Einstein only slept like one hour a day or something. Uh, uh, yeah, at least four hours. <laughs> I'm okay with four hours. I really don't need much. You're, you're like a college student all over again. Yeah, it's like you never like, really grew up. So. You remind me of my college days at Cleveland State University. Yeah. In the yeah. yeah, it's just I'm, I love what I do that I have a lot of energy mm-hmm. and passion so I don't tire. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, one cup of coffee and yeah. that's it, you know. That's true. And sometimes when you're in the zone and you're yeah. so absorbed oh, with what yeah. you're doing, it's, it's like, just, it's yeah, your brain is in a very relaxed mode. Yeah, so. exactly. Very high energy, relaxed mode. So really, it doesn't bother me. And plus, I don't stress. So Yeah, and that's pretty well, good. <laughs> so. I think I stress a little bit too much. <laughs> and I think a lot of it has to do with my obsession to multitask all the yeah. time, to always be doing multiple things at once which is it's not good it's not good at all so but it's fun i mean if you enjoy doing multiple things i love multitasking Mm -hmm. but you know not to worry about it i mean do the best you can without stressing Mm -hmm. you know because you put your own pressures on yourself that's true just good as long as you know you're doing your best that's all you can do I think a part of it is on um, the back of my mind. I'm always like, I. it's probably how my mother raised me. She's like, always prepare for the worst and expect the best, which yeah. is a very good, good phrase, yeah. but I'm over-imaginative. So when I'm thinking the worst, I'm thinking like earthquake. Oh <laughs> I don't know. So I, you're right. I do give myself a lot of the stress, but I'm thinking, okay, if the end of the world is going to come, what's my plan of action? Yeah. So No, but uh, I think dramatic. the advice is good, but maybe a little misunderstanding. What it is is like when I start a new venture, I think mm-hmm. what's the worst case scenario that can happen? Mm-hmm. It's this, this, this. Can you withstand it? Mm-hmm. If you can, then just let it go. Mm-hmm. And then just do your best because you know you can handle the worst case. Mm-hmm. So whatever happens will be better than the worst case. And then you're very free to do what you can. And there's no limit to mm-hmm. how far you can. But always be prepared for the worst in the sense you should be prepared that you can withstand that. Otherwise, you'll always be tense. Like, mm-hmm. don't overextend beyond your capacity hmm. that's a pretty good philosophy alex yeah. do you concur <laughs> i do concur but sometimes it's difficult to find out where your you know where your line is wait when you're into something you forget where to draw the line when when to relax when to relax when to rest right sometimes if you're a type a personality like a lot of us you just keep going and going and going <laughs> like the energizer bunny like the energi- but if like you Lisa. love 
But if you love what you do, you don't tire, though. That's right. That's correct. Uh, you, mm-hmm. It's only stress if you're worried. I could about play guitar until I yeah, fall asleep. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of which, I made a very interesting discovery. There is an herbal supple- supplement that's actually from Africa and India, and it's called ashwagandha. And it's used for, um, well, people take it for different reasons, for immunity boosting and similar to ginseng. And it's also used for uh, adrenal exhaustion and to rebuild energy. And one of the side effects I found out, because I've been taking it, just because I want my muscles to be healthier. It's supposed to help muscles too. But it's also muscle relaxant and all the pain in my ankles are gone. So Mm. I think that natural herbal cures are great. And if you're stressed out, you know, maybe you just have a B12 deficiency (laughs) or a calcium deficiency. Anyway, that is way off topic. I know with Project Rays, we're supposed to talk about healthy eating and exercise, but that will be for a future episode. And ladies and gentlemen, we are reaching the top of our hour. So we want to thank you for tuning in to Asia Town Voice. And I want to thank Radhika Reddy for being our guest today. Thank you. And DJ Alexicon, any final words? Keep on rocking in the free world. Thank All you. Right. Thank you very <laughs> thank much, you. ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with you next week. Bye.